Yumodaf Yud, how's everybody doing? Today's email comes from Chaim Kivalevitz, and he writes, I want to reach out and thank you for giving the daf. Your shir has got me back on the bandwagon. Your shir is both informative and amusing, and although I'm far away, I feel like I'm there with you. As a side note, we met about 16 years ago on a Pesach at a hotel where I was working as a mishgiach who made me feel part of your family and invited me to join your seder. You also gave me a suggestion. I looked into Rutgers Law School, which is where your sister went. I did apply and ultimately attended and graduated from Rutgers Law School. Thanks for telling me 16 years later, but Yishkoyach, unbelievable. I look forward to being able to attend your shir in person. We hope to return to Israel next year. Many thanks. Chaim Kivalevit, Aleva Atzlach, thank you. We finished off yesterday. The Rishlokah said, had Klai Yisrael gone up to Israel with Ezra, the Shekhinah would still be in the Mesa Migdash. We wouldn't be relying on bas calls, etc. Says Rabbi Yechonah, it's not true. The Pasuk says, Yefes, the youngest son of Yefes, is Tiras, which is Paras, the Persians. They indeed built Baishani. But Bais Rishon was built by Shloima, Vishkin Baalishem. That's where we have the Ashra Sashina, not in Baishani. The Gemara goes on in a lengthy discussion, discussing different countries, what they mean, what they resemble. Goimer, the Pasuk says Goimer, that means Germania. Germany, according to the Vilna Gaon, Modai refers to Macedonia. Safta v'saftacha seem like the same exact word. The Gemara says, indeed, it's a country within a country. There's only 300 parsa between them, and the circumference on the outer one is a thousand parsa. Ashur ran away from Nimrod from the whole Dara Flogi. He didn't want to be part of the rebellion against Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he was rewarded. He built Ninveh, Iragdoila, and Rechayvay Soir. The Gemara tells us. Even though the Pasuk says, Vesresen, Ben Ninveh, Ben Kelach, Hi Ha'ir Ha'gedayla, it's not exactly clear what the Torah is referring to, which one of these three is the major city. Gemara tells us, since there's another Pasuk that says that Ninveh is Ha'ir Ha'gedayla, so it's referring to Ninveh. The Gemara describes the three Yelidi Ha'anak, the three giants, Achimon, Sheshai, and Talmai. Achimon is referring to Achimin, the right brother, the right-hand brother, meaning he was the strongest of the three. Sheishai is a lashon of shayish, marble. Every time he walked, he made an indentation in the ground. And Talmai is like a furrow. They were so large, he was so large that when he walked, it looked like the ground was just plowed. Yelide Anok. Anok could also be a necklace. They were so tall that it looked as if their heads pierced the sky and you saw the sun on their necks as a as a necklace. The Machlaikis, Rebbe says that Rome is going to fall to the Persians. And the same thing, Rebbe Huda Bariloi says there's a Kavachimer if the first base Hamigdash was built by Shem, and then Bavel came and was Machravit, and eventually Bavel fell to Paras. So, by Sheni, that the Persians built, certainly the Romans are going to fall to the Persians. Rab, on the other hand, holds that Paras is going to fall to Rome. Even though they're the builders and the Romans are the destroyers, Xeris Hamelech, Kajbarhu is guys like that. We don't understand. But another Pshan in the Gemara is no, we do understand because the Persians, in fact, destroyed Shuls, but the Knesseis, and therefore they, des- they deserve to be destroyed. Gemara tells us, Ain ben David, ben David Ba. Mashiach is not going to come until Rome will conquer the entire world for nine months. And then finally, the Gemara goes into discussing the Lishkas Parhedrin. We said that Kohen Gadol, we sequester him in this room called Lishkas Parhedrin. All throughout the year, that room does not require a mezuzah. 
According to everybody, the seven days that he's there, it requires a mezuzah, and the Gemara has a machlekes. According to Achamim, there's a chiyuv mezuzah. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's exera that people shouldn't say that we are forcing the kain gadol into a jail, so we put a mezuzah on the door, show it's like a home. According to Rabbi Yehuda, a forced living, dira balkarchach, is part of a mezuzah, and it's only exera. It's actually, he's considered as if he's forced to live there, and according to Rabbanon, is forced, but Dira Karchach is Shma Dira. It's considered a house and requires a mezuzah. What about a sukkah? According to Rabbanon, a sukkah has to be a Dira's Arai, a temporary house, and therefore you don't need a mezuzah. According to Rabbi a sukkah could be a Dira's Keva. In fact, it is a Dira's Keva, it should be, and therefore it requires a mezuzah. Therefore, Rabbi Yehuda holds that a sukkah is like a house to give a chiyuv on fruit produce in order to be chayv and trumas and maestros has to go through the front door of a house. So a sukkah is considered a house. It's so much so a house that it requires the air of chatzeros if it's in a chatzer. The Brisa says that all the gates in the base hamigdash did not have a mezuzah besides shar nekainar, the main gate after the 15 steps in the center of the mikdash. But we can explain it even according to Rabbi Yehuda, since he says it's exerah that his delicious parhedin should look like a house. So you need that the main entrance into your house should also have a mezuzah. Have a wonderful day.